Welcome to the Clubhouse Podcast, exclusively brought to you by Oz American Aces. Our podcast will be going live every Wednesday night at 7.30 p.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time. The Clubhouse is our new talk show. We'll be chatting a little bit of the NRL, a little bit of sports cards, and a little bit of everything else that's going on in our lives. Please make sure you have subscribed to all our channels and are also following us on social media at Oz American Aces so you don't miss a beat. Righto, let's get into the show. All right, welcome back. Episode four of the Clubhouse. Mm. Uh, special episode this time. We've got a guest, the PNG A380, big Xavier Coates, mate. So welcome in. Mm. Uh, thanks for coming on. Obviously, first guest of the Clubhouse. So uh, we put the poll out the other night. Plenty of questions from fans. Uh, I reckon there would have been over 200 easily. So um, just goes to show how big of a name you are, mate. So we appreciate you coming on and uh, welcome. Oh, thanks for having me, boys. Happy to be here. All good, all good. Yeah, we uh, yeah. Bowen 737 comes in the building, baby. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, I can't Couldn't find a tarmac to put him sometimes. down, but uh, it was mm. right. We'll yeah. find something. He's landed here in the beautiful Abbotsford studio. Mm. Obviously, a bit of a rainy day today outside, but that's all right. Nice place to be <laughs> regardless. Um, all right, what's been happening? Obviously, training this morning. Yeah, training this morning. Um, had a school visit with a few of the boys, Harry and Tui. Mm. Went to uh, Yarra, Yarra mm. Primary School, so had a little clinic there. Um, Played a bit of footy and yeah, now I'm here. So beautiful, pretty what, cruisy day. Was it was it big at the Yarra School? Like was rugby league massive there? Did anyone know any of the boys or did, yeah, did anyone know? Nah. nah, I think some of them were faking it, but <laughs> 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 they were putting on a brave face. But all, they're, they're all AFL. Yeah, yeah, two wow. big boys though. You and yeah. Buller would have looked pretty. pretty they would have known you as athletes, and then yeah. Harry, they would have been like, ah, Maybe, teacher. Yeah. One of the kids uh, went up to Belzer and um, said, "What footy team do you support?" And Belzer said, "Storm." And he's like, "No, I'm talking about footy." <laughs> 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 like, oh, oh, oh. He's a Hawthorne man, isn't he? Uh, I think so. I he would have said Hawthorne. Uh, yeah. Hawthorne. I think yeah, he's a Hawthorne Clarkson, man. I think he's mates with him. But so he probably goes for North now. The shin bonus. Uh, he he shin bonus. Surprised uh, he didn't swear at him or something. Speak <laughs> about AFL. Do you have a team down here yet, Zave? Yeah. Yes. It took me a little bit, but since we've been training in sort of the same facilities, the Melbourne Demons. Oh, yeah. Okay. Jumped on with the Melbourne Demons. I didn't know much about AFL beforehand, you know, living on the Goldie and Brizzy. And then since I've come down here, um, speaking to a few of the boys, uh, the Melbourne Demons boys, I had to jump on to support those boys. Favorite so, player? You got a favorite player out of the boys? Or favorite person? I, I know you talked to a couple of them. Yeah, um, or probably like Christian Petrarca, Clayton Oliver. Mm. They're the main names sort of getting around. Probably yeah. those boys, they're, they're pretty good players. Yeah, is it nah, is man, it true you you did a, played a bit of AFL or nah, did a bit of scouting or something? Is nah, that nah, nah, not true. Nah. I was I was into my athletics growing up, yeah, so okay. I think that's played a, a bit of a part um, helping me out in rugby league, but I didn't play AFL. Oh, I couldn't kick to save my life growing up, but I'm a little bit better now. I don't now, know. I've seen you yeah, kicking at training. Yeah. You got a little yeah. nice I'm getting a little bit better. A little bit better. I think I think you'd be good at set goals, I reckon, because you take your time and you really think about it. But I think off the cuff, I think you – I think you might rattle yourself a little bit there, mate. Yeah, I've got pretty long strides, so if I was trying to, you know, kick a ball with long strides over, it'll be shaking it majority. <laughs> but of the you time. at the front, I think you'd be up there with one of the best to catch the ball. I'd, I'd give that. I reckon you'd have a fair few marks. You'd be up there with Charlie Kerno, I reckon. Yeah, Kerno yeah, like I reckon. I reckon. You'd be, be tagged, tagged a fair bit, I reckon, at the back. So <laughs> I'd be able to catch the ball, but yeah. kick it. That's another story. <laughs> I, I, reckon, so. I, reckon, I reckon if you set up and you caught it, I reckon you might, might be all right. Yeah. So we have a little opening tradition on the potty. Where we do it, a little icebreaker to start us off. So Alrighty. no one gets to see it before, but I've just got it sent in now. So we're going to go around. I reckon we're going to open it up with you two. You're going to start Ooh, us off. Oh, Pressure's yeah. on. Pressure's, Pressure's on. on. So, drum roll in. But the first Pressure's icebreaker on. is, would you rather be the biggest superstar basketball player ever 
basketball player ever on a losing basketball team that never makes the finals at all. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. Biggest superstar basketball player ever on a losing basketball team that never makes the finals at all or warm the bench on a three-time championship winning team and no one will ever remember you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's so tough, man. So... It's pretty much, am I a team player or <laughs> am I yeah. in it for myself? No one's going to, it's either rings or rings or third-party agreements. Oh, man. Oh. And cash. Gosh, that cash. is so difficult. But you think if you're a three-time championship, no one's remembering you either, so. Yeah, so like, it's like you've like, done it for no reason really. Pretty like, much, yeah. 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 So like even in like. But you're a sixth man. So like even man? documentaries and stuff come out, like you're just not even. Well, yeah, it says warm the bench, so I'm assuming you're. Not getting on someday. Oh. It might be like Luke Longley from the Bulls that didn't yeah. get a chance. Nah, he, to, was right. he was, he was a gun. I know he was a gun, but he never done the last dance. I never asked him. Yeah, that's yeah. true. true. That's, yeah, that's all. He's oh. a gun. He's an Aussie icon. That's true. Um, man, I would probably go. <laughs> it sounds bad, but I'll probably go the superstar yeah, status. Right, I'll go cool. superstar status. No, at least you're yeah, honest. you do walk around the club like you do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah a little bit. Yeah, you got What about you, boys? You uh. Taking the rings or are you uh, securing those deals? I'm nah. taking the rings. So you're taking the rings? I'm taking the bench rings. Bench warmer. I'm bench warmer. I'm taking the rings. Team. I'm sitting at home. And I'll go wear the rings all everywhere, baby. <laughs> I'll wear them bling bling on all, all on my fingers. I reckon that's me. I reckon play the game to win a competition. Mm. Uh, I was a young kid wanting to play grand finals. You're not final, playing. So. You're on the bench. If you're <laughs> yeah, the I, I want to take part. Yeah, like. but I still got a ring. I would have played during the season, boys. <laughs> no, you're on the bench. You're on the bench. You haven't even played the regular season <laughs> games. You can't yeah. just, just say that. No, it doesn't say that. Yeah, so I get games. You said I'm warming the bench around the big games. So I'm not the big game player. And and of the 82 uh, games, you played five. I played five. And I, and I was still – You, I you still get the ring. They were blowouts. They were proper blowouts. Blowouts. And I come on with the last two minutes of the game and had four turnovers. <laughs> what are you dudes? Nah, I've got to – I don't know. It can't be not playing. I'd rather be playing than not playing. So, And if you're playing and you're a superstar, go that. Get a good deal. You don't make any finals. Long holidays. Request a trade. True. Request uh, a trade. Th- super. Th- th- I mean, th- great. <laughs> <laughs> There's no T's and C's uh, no, on that thing. No T's and C's. Just keep adding it on and uh, change yeah. their mind. I'm, re- <laughs> yeah. I'm requesting a trade. I'm out of here. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm the same. I'm thinking I'm. I'm just gonna request a trade at the end of the year. But uh, I don't know if I could deal with not playing. But then, yeah, I don't know. But then, you, uh, yeah, then again, that is, is a tough yeah, one. I've got three difficult. rings. You know what? I've got three rings. I'm, I'm still getting paid five that. million a year. I'm with you. Not 30 mil. Uh, yeah, 30 mil. I can still live on five mil a year. <laughs> yeah, you know what? You <laughs> still know what you can do, You play golf every day. Yeah, exactly. Take a ring, play golf. Nah, you'd be too Money's busy doing the the big dog's washing. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't got time to be playing yeah. golf. A cycle, four-hour cycle. Draymond, Clay, they need their washing done. Yeah, that's all right. No one remembers me. I got rings, baby. <laughs> I, could, I could sell them for about four million. Four million. I'm, I'm with four you, man. Million. I'm taking the rings as well. You two are taking the superstar status, but yep. uh, I'm a team man. No, Zave, we uh, we were very keen to get you on, mate. Um, mm. Obviously, you haven't been on too many podcasts, and it feels like your story hasn't been quite out there. But um, we feel like it's pretty special, mate. So, like we said, we thank you for coming on. But um, yeah, we just want to ask you a bit about your journey to the NRL, um, life outside of footy as well, but. Yeah, because it's, it's an interesting story that no one's heard. Yeah. So, Where did it all start for you, bro? Where'd, where did you grow up? So, uh, where did you start playing footy or what, what were you doing when you were younger? I was born in Port Moresby um, and then family took me down to the Gold Coast. Um, grew up on the Goldie. I was playing my junior footy at Crumbin Eagles. Mm. 
there on the Gold Coast. So uh, since under <laughs> nines till I was about uh, 17, um, I played all my footy there at Crumbin Eagles and um, I was lucky enough to sort of get picked up by the Brisbane Broncos, um, their sort of academy system. Um, I had a few mates um, who I was playing Crumbin Eagles with. So it was actually uh, Tommy Deard and I was playing uh, Crumbin Eagles with. Um, and the Brisbane Broncos scout came to watch a grand final um, and then um, ended up having a, a relatively good game. We won the grand final. And then after that game, I got offered uh, to go up to the academy, uh, Brisbane Broncos Academy, and then everything sort of kicked off from there. So How old were you then? Were you I was 16. 16. What position mm. were you playing back then? Uh, I was center. Oh, mm. nice little uh, big center. Yeah, in the yeah. centers. So mm. then slowly transitioned into the wing. So, How did you find going into a system at 16? Was it daunting or was it? everything you thought it'd be or yeah definitely was daunting you know I was well when I was growing up to start off with I was trialing for rep teams and just wasn't getting picked up I, I remember making under 11 south coast but that was off the back of natural talent and yeah. you sort of got picked if like you were quick sort of thing and <laughs> like they, they put me players. on the sting and I was just getting the ball and just trying to run around people and that was fun and then after that that's sort of when puberty sort of kicked in and <laughs> a lot of the boys started shooting up and um, getting a lot bigger and I remember I shot up but I didn't get wider I was a string bean so I think there's a photo of you playing for Crumbin and you were very skinny <laughs> yeah, he was, was a very yeah, skinny very, man very skinny um, <laughs> and I used to eat a fair bit like it wasn't like I wasn't trying to put on weight or anything it was yeah. just how my, my body sort of worked but yeah, wow. when I hit that sort of 15 16 age um, that's when sort of my body started to get a little bit bigger and um, I was able to handle uh, those bigger people a lot better, like on the field. So, um, yeah, like f- sort of from that under 11s to under 16s range, I couldn't make a rep, t- a rep team. It was just real difficult and I was getting pretty down on myself. And I guess that's when I sort of turned to athletics because um, that's sort of what I did or I thought I was going to pursue in the future. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I was pretty big on athletics. Like I started training when I was 10 years old mm. doing um, sprinting and um, I wasn't necessarily a hundred meter runner, but um, the sprinting helped my long jump and triple jump because you need yeah. the speed for that sort of stuff. So um, I was doing sprint training from the age of 10 till I hit 16. And when rugby league sort of took off from there, that's when I sort of stopped doing sprinting and sort of tried to focus on rugby league a bit more and kind of happy in a way that I focused on rugby <laughs> league because I felt like it helped me out a fair bit. And I'm lucky to be in the position I am today now. Who did you uh, Who did you follow when you were going through rugby league? Obviously, at Gold Coast and Crumbin. Was it Titans or was yeah. it Broncos? No, I was massive on Titans. Really? They had um, a PNG boy growing up on the Gold Coast. We were yeah. lucky enough to have David Mead oh, yeah, uh, yeah, at the yeah. Titans. So seeing him, because, um, you know, when I was growing up on the coast, mum, she's PNG. She's the yeah. PNG side of my family. Um, she used to always put on the Kumuls games, the PNG Hunters games. Mm. I remember watching the Sunshine Coast Falcons play the PNG Hunters, <laughs> and the Hunters ended up winning. Yeah, and well, I was going yeah. static, like watching that on Sad the TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jazzy was playing for the Falcons yeah, as well, so he would have been blowing up too. Yeah, yeah so um, yeah, it was massive to see uh, sort of a PNG man playing in the NRL, and mm. that's mm. probably my role model growing up. I used to idolize them. Um, and then, yeah, it's pretty pretty cool journey so yeah, He was far. quick too. Yeah, good man, me. Yeah, he was really very quick. Really he good. It helps out all the younger blokes, like yeah. Yeah. those ones that are sort of coming into the system because, as you boys know, it's pretty daunting as a young yeah. fella coming into the system. You know, all those people you idolised growing up, all those people you used to watch on TV, and then mm. you're in the same facilities as them. It can get yeah. pretty daunting. And to have, like, an older head there to guide you and help you out along the way, it's really, really helpful. Yeah. So, Meaty was... 
In fact, me going to the Broncos, Meaty ended up finding his way to the Broncos oh, as well, right, and he right. sort of helped me out at the Broncos yeah, as well. well so it was a small world. So yeah. a little kid on the Gold Coast watching David Mead play for the Titans, idolizing him, to then playing at the Broncos with him. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, it was a pretty cool story to tell. Well, yeah. the funny thing is, I, I actually I I made my first grade debut at the Titans, and he was there. He was there when I was first coming through, and just like X said, he was like always keen to give me a hand, always keen to talk to me. Like when you go into systems like that, you know, sometimes you don't really want to talk to the, like the so older guys too, don't yeah. want to, they don't yeah. not, not want to know you, but they sort of don't really associate much of you just because you're young and you're just fresh. You don't really know too many people your first time in first grade. So, but media was actually his, there was a few others, but media was definitely one that got around me and uh, like really helped me through it. I feel that's a common theme at all the successful clubs or the ones with really good juniors is mm. like, the older guys really helped me out. Like I remember yeah. my first exposure down in Melbourne when Slatsy and all those boys were here and like they're just shaking your hand. You're like, oh, like, you don't expect it, but mm. it's just, it's something, it's a small gesture, but something it's I'll remember massive. forever. And yeah, um, yeah so, I mean, that's just going on that PNG stuff as well. What's your favorite go-to PNG feed uh, from one of the fans, Julian Conboy? Um, I'll put it in there. Wants to know what's your favorite PNG feed? Probably Ox and Palmer rice. What is that? What is so it? it's like corned beef. Yeah, wow. Um, and then you put that with rice and you can put noodles in with it as well and you mix it up. Mm. So that's probably probably not too good for you. <laughs> <laughs> you can probably bulk up a bit with it, but uh, that was my favorite feed. Should probably give that to Jonah Peasant. <laughs> <laughs> what need some? What's it like if there's a food you could compare it to that's like a modern food here? Is there something you can compare it to? Yeah, it's like it's corned beef, but probably like you know having like mince and rice or something like that. Yeah, Yeah. Um, but it's like a lot more like I don't know. It's hard to explain. It's pretty fatty, but it's it's so (laughs) good, man. Do you have it once a week, or do you just only have it every now and then when you go back to PNG? Or oh, when I was I haven't been back for ages. Yeah, but when I was over in PNG, so I did schooling over there like for three months when I was seven. So that was probably the last period I was over there for a long like period of time. So I was doing homeschooling over there. Yeah. And um PNG, the um seafood's like unreal over there. But yeah. I wasn't a crazy big seafood man <laughs> and I'm still sort of not. So um the meat's pretty expensive over there, but uh the, sort of the tinned oxen palm, um, that's pretty cheap. So um, mum was getting that for me and I was devouring that like pretty much every <laughs> single day. So everyone else is having nice seafood and <laughs> indulging in that. I'm sure everyone here loves their seafood, but mm. No, nah, I was I hated it, and I was just eating the ox and palmer rice. Still skinny. Ox and yeah, palmer rice. yeah. <laughs> did you have much of that in England when you were in the World Cup there for the, that week? Nah, 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 didn't have too nah. much of that. Yeah, but <laughs> Juzzy um, went to he goes back to PNG a fair bit, and he brings it back for me. So <laughs> yeah, I nice. store it in the cupboard and yeah, get it out whenever. Awesome. Cheap meal, a bit, bit of beetle nut as well. Never goes down too bad. Nah, nah, <laughs> <stay away from laughs> that. I try to keep my teeth pearly white. <laughs> I was sort of staying it. Going back on that, uh, like we said, your journey through the NRLs, Dave, and you got to the Broncos when you were 16. Was there any point in that process where there was one person who made you feel like you're, you're going to make it or backed you in that you're, you're doing the right thing or taking the right path? And who was it if if you did have that moment? Yeah, I definitely – Tommy Dearden was definitely mine. Yep. He, we played um, – so he was at Mackay and sort of moved to the Gold Coast and that's when we started playing um, at Crumbin Eagles together and sort of – um, the 15s, 16s sort of age group. But um, sort of seeing him debut at 18, <laughs> like I was playing with him like the year before at Crumbin Eagles and seeing him playing in the NRL the next year, I was like, man, like it's not that far away. Like mm-hmm. if you really put your head down, like Tommy's like one of the people that like I idolise. Like it's pretty weird for me saying it because we're the same yeah, age yeah, and stuff. Yeah, like, yeah. 
But like, man, he put his head down and worked hard and like he works hard in silence. He's not the kind of person to sort of post this and that or, you know, want to get like attention. Mm. He he puts his head down and works hard, man. And like to see him do it, I was pretty like starstruck because, you know, when we were 16, he was driving me like he, he went to PBC, the school on the coast, and I went to Marymount College and he would come pick me up, would go to training and then he would drive me back down after the training because I didn't have my license and he had his license and, you know, sort of see him playing the NRL. I was like, man, like, it's not that far away. Like, if you really put your head down and work towards it, like, things can come off pretty quick. So how long after that did you debut? So I was – it would my debut year was 2019. Yeah. And I got picked up by Broncos 2017, it would have been. So it was a two-year turnover two period. Yeah. So – and, like, when I got picked up, I was really raw. Like, I wasn't one of the standout people. You know how you, in each age group they have the standout people, like yeah. makes the Queensland teams, make the Australian schoolboys team? Easy. Yeah. I, I, didn't, <laughs> trash. I didn't make any of that. Like, mm. um, And, like, it was, it was pretty, like, I don't know, surreal when I made my debut because I thought that's what you had to do to get your debut, you know? <laughs> I thought it was you had to get picked in these Queensland teams, like junior reps, like, had to make the Australian schoolboys to get your debut. And like, I was like, man, like I was really raw. Like I couldn't catch and pass. Like I was sort of an athlete playing rugby league, like, cause I did athletics training growing up. So I was doing sprinting and that, like I was getting the ball running so upright that I was getting bowed <laughs> over. Like I'd run so upright. Like I was running into the line that they would just bend their back, get underneath me. And I was going back like a mile. And like, I had to learn how to lower my body height, do everything. Like, cause as a sprinter, like, you start off like out of the blocks and you slowly come up and the, I was getting the ball, I slowly come up and then when I was hitting the line, I was up straight <laughs> like that, like running like that and I was just getting devoured like by the mm. defence. But just learning all the little things about it, like I was really raw, but in that two-year period, I'm really grateful for the academy that I went to, the Brisbane Broncos Academy. They helped me out so much and, um, you know, a lot of strength training, trying to put a lot of muscle on me, it helped me out and, um, yeah, it was a pretty surreal feeling seeing Tommy Deard in debut because he was like a good mate of mine growing up and, you know, he's the same age as me and that 18 debuting, it was pretty crazy. Yeah, you speak like, I know you, you spoke about running up right now and I see you doing a lot of work at training at, at even still now you, you're trying to fix that up and mm. you see one of your tries on the weekend. I think it just goes to show mm. you how much you've worked on it. It was outstanding. If we can get that clip up against the Dragons, it was <laughs> One of the great trials of the year. And you're definitely he your was best. On the bus when he was <laughs> <laughs> that is one of the questions later, so we'll keep that one away. On the bus, but, so. <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, you can see all that hard work you put in, mate. But what's uh, obviously your journey through the Broncos? You debuted 2019 and then had a few good years there. Played State of Origin. Yeah. Um, and then a little bit happened throughout that and you come down to the storm. So do you want to talk us through that little period there? And um, I know it was tough for you, yeah. Um, especially so early in your career, but to see where you've come now, it just goes to show what you are, mate. And um, yeah, I, as soon as I heard you were coming down the storm, I was stoked. I just mm. thought, what are they doing? Letting go of Xavier Coates and <laughs> you can see what's happening now and um, I'm sure they regret it. But yeah, you want to just take us through that and what happened and um, yeah, I guess how you felt during it because I guess any young guy going experiencing that, the highs yeah. and lows of footy. Yeah. But doing it so early in your career, um, yeah, it's pretty amazing to where you come now. So yeah, it was a, it was a pretty tough period. I guess we my debut game we got the win, so I started off well there. <laughs> um, but then it sort of took a, a pretty big turn, and um, I, we had a really good coach and Anthony Seabold. I know he copped a fair bit of criticism, but 
man, he helped me out, like, at the Broncos. Like, he, he did a bit of time down at the Storm as well. But mm. with the young fellas there at the Broncos, I reckon if Siebes wasn't there to help us young blokes out, the way that we've turned out now, it wouldn't have happened. Like, yeah, right. he, he put so much time, invested so much time into us and helped us out so much that, you know, we're reaping the rewards now. Like, a few of the boys that are still back there at the Broncos, you know, the Herbie Farnworths, you know, um, you got Brendan Piakura, you got all those young blokes who are starting to come up now and the Broncos are doing so well, they're reaping the rewards from what Anthony Seabold did. That's what I believe. Yeah, right. um, You know, like as a young fellow, like I spoke about, like coming into the NRL system, it's it's really daunting. Like, and like he was, he was one of the coaches that helped us out so much and sat us in the office and like when we go out in the field and you're versing the best of the best, like when we are there, like, you know, the the ball playing, like everything's so much higher level. Like I was playing under 18s footy. So then when I went to NRL training, like I was getting found out straight away and yeah. he put so much time into helping me understand all the systems, how you defend, because it's pretty complicated. Like I don't know if the viewers know it too much, but there's a lot of time that goes into it, the systems, learning the systems, understanding how the whole team defends together. Um, he put a fair bit of time into um, us there at the Broncos, but obviously things didn't go away and we, we got the wooden spoon and um, didn't end up going too well and then, Sort of a new coach came in, Kevy Walters, and sort of that year that Kevy came in, um, I made the tough decision to come down to Melbourne, and I thought it was a really good opportunity for me to learn off one of the best coaches in Craig Bellamy, and um, we have a really good core group down here at the Melbourne Storm, who um, a fair bit of leaders around the Storm um, system, and I thought it would be a really good opportunity for me to come down to the Storm and learn from the likes of Craig Bellamy, you got Cam Munster, you got you boys who, um, you know, steer the ship and I thought it was a great opportunity to come down. You spoke about Anthony Seabold and um, how much of an influence he had in your career, which is, I didn't know that actually, so that's pretty mm. cool to hear, but was there any, was there one message in particular or was it more just the system and time he put into you guys? I know? think it was just the time he put in. Like, yeah. people don't understand, like, he was getting into the club around 4, 4.30. Then he would do his training then he would message the younger blokes if we wanted to come in earlier and sit down and go through some clips. And um, we came in and sort of did that. And um, he also was a big driver of if you want to get better, you got to go and seek seek assistance and you got to do stuff yourself a bit. So he was helping us understand how to cut clips up, go and see the coaches, bring your own clips to the coaches to, you know, sort of drive that and show that you want to get better to the coaches. And um, he was massive on that. And he was doing that at – Four, he was training four or five in the morning, then getting us boys in, then running the team meetings, running the training sessions. Then the back end of the day, he was doing the same thing, saying, or oh, if you guys need help with anything, come see me. We'd go see him at the end of the day. He was getting home to his family around seven, eight o'clock at night, like mm, every yeah, single day. Like that's, that's, dedication, a, man. that's dedication. And a, a lot of people don't understand that. He was copping so much criticism for- Just for know, where he sat in the ladder. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, it's- Things don't happen overnight and it takes a bit of time, but unfortunately I think um, the Broncos being such a powerhouse club, they needed to see results in a short period of time. And I guess well, it's pretty difficult to say, put someone in there and say, or oh, do this like in that period of time. So I think he, he got the uh, whip and he ended up um, heading off. But, mm. you know, like I love speaking about Steve's because he was the first coach, NRL coach I had, and he had such a big impact on my career. Oh, just just awesome. touching on that too around that time because – Obviously, played with you in Origin around that time, and you were playing. You were our Queensland winger, but then you weren't playing for for Broncos. Yeah. So, like, how did you how did you get your head around that? Because you're playing one of the best 
the games of, of rugby league in Queensland, State Origin, playing on the wing for us, but then you're going back to the Bronx and you weren't getting picked. Yeah. So they'll they tell you that you'll have a rest from Origin, but you're fine. So how did you cope with all that and how did you go from, well, I'm playing for my state, but I can't play for my club. So how did you cope with that and how did you obviously get better with that kind of stuff? Because it would have been tough for you. Yeah, it was definitely a really difficult period of my footy career. You know, things were pretty smooth flowing from 2019, 2020. Like obviously weren't getting results, but I was lucky enough to get picked for the Queensland side, which I thought was, um, yeah, pretty crazy feeling to play state of origin footy at the age of 19 and, you know, three years before that, like I was playing at my club footy, like club footy level. So everything was happening pretty quick. And um, there went a period in uh, 2021, I think it was, where, you know, I was playing state of origin, but, um, you know, I wasn't getting picked for the Broncos. And, you know, sometimes looking back at it, I was looking and blaming other people a fair bit. But, um, you know, sometimes I think it's good to sort of look at yourself and see, you know, you can't play the victim all the time. So, um, you know, after a couple of weeks of sort of sooking and thinking it's the end of the world, I think I sort of put my head down and um, sort of went and asked the coaches, what what can I work on to get better to get myself back in the team? And, you know, they gave me a few things to try and uh, get a bit better at. And I think I was working on that pretty pretty hard the next couple of weeks. And eventually I got my opportunity back into the year. But, um, you know, I got a couple of games, but then it was my time to come down to Melbourne after that. But it was definitely a difficult period, you know, as a 21-year-old, 20-year-old, you know, um, smooth flowing from when I was 18 to then. Um, I was on the right on the highs of playing NRL footy in State of Origin. And then to not being able to get picked, mm-hmm. it just sort of went down and sort of had to find my feet again and understand why it happened, move on from it and work a bit harder. I think it's sort of thing is like sort of like a blessing in disguise that sort of happened for you because I remember when you come to preseason, I think it was 21, end of 21, yeah. is that your first year down? You just just had that look in your eye and you were just training that hard and like you were – it was your first couple of training sessions, but you were like the loudest on the field. And I remember that um, when I come back to training, I was thinking, like, he's he's on here. Like you, you were just ripping right in, and uh, like I said, you're one of the loudest loudest on the field. And that's pretty that's pretty tough to do when you're a new guy coming to a new club to be and still being so young. So I think just all that stuff that happened the last couple of years, you you know playing Origin and not making the thing team, it just sort of put a bit of uh, determination in you and um, I think it's paid off for you and look at you now mate back in the origin and all that and um, you know one of our best players at the moment so it's a credit to you brother but um, growing up in Queensland playing for the Bronx uh, moving to Melbourne we'll go away from footy for this question um, what's it like living in Melbourne uh, what do you love doing here and what do you miss about um, the sunny Queensland <laughs> yeah it's definitely different lifestyle down here I'm used to you know wearing boardies and <laughs> thongs and heading to the beach and um, that sort of lifestyle in regards of, um, you know, sunny sunny Queensland, but Melbourne's a bit different. <laughs> Coming down here, um, you know, you get four seasons a day. I know people say that all the time, but you actually do. Like, you can't even look at the weather forecast. Like, when we play, <laughs> play a game at Amy Park, um, the first couple of times I was looking at the weather forecast saying, yes, like, no rain. <laughs> Next minute you, you got right out in the field and it's pouring down. You're like, far out. What's going on here? But, um, no, I think the thing that I miss about Queensland is sort of just my family, I think. Mm. But then again, they're just a flight away, like, so close and um, more so the beaches and 
just sort of, because I was 200 meters from the beach growing up. So I was always at the beach, the you beach, know. Yeah. Um, but Melbourne's, the thing I enjoy about Melbourne is that majority of the people that move here from the storm, uh, they don't really have families with them and they're sort of by themselves and um, we sort of rely on each other a fair bit. So we're always going to grab a coffee or, mm. you know, I, was, I wasn't big on coffees before coming down here and now <laughs> I reckon I have three, four a day. So, yeah. And it's like not even for the taste of it. It's just because everyone's just at the coffee, yeah. the coffee yeah. shop. It's a social thing. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think that aspect that I really enjoy, I felt like um, back in Brizzy, you know, everyone had their families to sort of go back to and mm. um, you sort of only seen each other when you go to training and, I think down here, that's sort of what brings us together a bit more. Um, you know, we're always relying on each other outside of footy and we love hanging out with each other. And um, I think that's something I really enjoy about Melbourne lifestyle. So you obviously moved down here. Who'd you move in with? How's that dynamic working? And uh, yeah, obviously you spoke out the Richmond Richmond uh, WhatsApp chat. That yep. Probably about 25 blokes in there. I reckon we all live in this area. <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah, who do you live with? Um, what's that dynamic there? Uh, I live with Trent Liero and Cole Guyer. Oh, yeah. So actually growing up, on the coast. So Cole's old man, Matt Guy, used to play for the Storm. And when he ended up retiring, they moved to the Gold Coast. And um, he was playing at Crumman Eagles. Coley was playing at Crumman Eagles. Um, and then I went and played at Crumman Eagles. So that's when we met. So we met in under nines and um, played junior footy together and then ended up moving down the Storm <laughs> together. So that's cool, man. Um, it's pretty pretty weird feeling. But um, yeah, ended up rooming with Cole and then um, trying to uh, played a bit of footy against him. So he, he was up at the sunny coast and, um, yeah, he's a funny fella to, to hang around. He gets a bit aggro sometimes, but he's good. He pulls us in the line and, um, is, is a bit of a clean freak as well. So it's good to have someone like that in your, you need, in your house. Yeah, you always need someone like you that. You have three single blokes in the house. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of people asked. I know you are single <laughs> and you're ready to mingle. Any stories around the boys? <laughs> any stories that are going out? Any crazy stories? Yeah, or? I believe like the amount of people that asked if you were single when we put that little sticker out, mm -hmm. I'm going to say it was over 10 or 15. Yeah. Yeah. Are, so, you are you single? Are you single? Are you single though? Are you single? Are you single? Yes, I am. You are yeah, single. Right. Are you looking for someone or are you currently I am, but just- I feel like if you go looking for it, you're not going to find the right person. So I'm just going to sit back and, you know, whatever happens. I think that's why I go for coffee so much. Is <laughs> hopefully one day, <laughs> one day I'll walk into the coffee shop and I accidentally bump into my future missus and nice. things kick off from there. Me and you both, Cheeky Monkeys. What, are dating apps you on so they can try and find you on the dating apps? No, no, I'm not on dating apps. I was actually- Funny cafes, story. I don't know cafes? if we, we can use this or not, but <laughs> back at the Broncos, um, I was actually, <laughs> um, there was a fella, Jake Turpin. Um, oh, he was, um, he used to be down at the storm and um, he was talking about, you know, oh, now that you're like um, sort of in here, like you need to get on Tinder, you know, you need to just enjoy yourself, like get out there, like you, you might find the one. And like I was so like frigid, I I hardly even <laughs> I hardly even spoke to people, and I uh, made my Tinder account. And I reckon I had like one or two photos, and it had like a button-up pineapple shirt on, and then a button. The next photo was a button-up flamingo shirt from oh, schoolies, awesome. I think it was. <laughs> and I thought it was the maddest thing ever. Went on Tinder, and um, oh, anyway, nice. a couple of weeks later, um, I sort of get a message from um, one of the higher ups at the Broncos saying, "Oh, just come through the office and." Uh, just um, we need to have a chat with you. <laughs> so I was like, oh, yes, like I've been doing well at training. Like things are going to kick off from here. Like oh, I can't wait. Rocked up into the office. It's the whole like Broncos board all on a long table. And they're like, all right, sit down, mate. Sat down at the end of the table. And they're like, oh, mate, like um, we heard that you've got Tinder. 
And I was like, I was like, oh, like, did I like that? I have Tinder or like, are they, is this like, do you want me to tell a story or something? I was like, yeah, yeah, got Tinder. And they're like, oh, mate, that's not a good look for the Broncos at all. What? Yeah, proper like fed me, like said like, oh, this is for like 40 plus year old weirdos who go on there, stalk women. What? And you're on there, it's a bad look for the Broncos. And I was like, oh, man, I got me and my pineapple shirt, <laughs> flamingo shirt. I'm not going to hurt anyone. Wait, you oh. must have had Brisbane Broncos in your bio or something. Oh, no, surely. No, 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 no. Full time. No, nah, no. Nah. How long ago was that? That was 2019. So Jesus. when I sort of first started. So that sort of scared me a fair bit. So I was so you, like, yeah, I'm going to delete Tinder. I'm going to delete whatever I had, Hinge or whatever it was. I said, nah, I'm just going to let free flow. Mm. If I find someone, I find someone. I'm not going to go looking because I don't want to get in trouble again. So <laughs> that sort of scared Craig me. Craig you in name, mate. pick up line? Go to pick up line? Man, I, haven't, would, I, I don't think I've talked to a girl since that <laughs> thing happened. <laughs> I say well clear from DM and anyone. DM line. Yeah. Yeah, no, I don't know. Have you got a map because I got lost in your eyes? (laughs) Yeah, don't use that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's so good. What's um obviously you're living with Coley and Trent, like you said, um, for the boys in the squad, but is there anyone in the squad? They've had a few people ask this, but is there anyone in the squad that you wouldn't live with? Apart from Munster. <laughs> I was going to say that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you had the best time ever. No. <laughs> You'd be off the rafters, man. No, yeah. not the best time ever. I was actually going to say Mun, so I don't know. Oh, okay. I well, don't know who well, it was. Why then? Why wouldn't you pick Mun? Well, I actually roomed with them at Newcastle. <laughs> I was a little bit devastated. I had him as a roommate. I usually had Harry Grant, you know, he's nice, he's quiet, sort of um, not too bad. And then Mun. Uh, every time I was having showers, he was unlocking the door trying to get in and scare me. <laughs> I actually I remember one of the first games I roomed you as well. Do you remember? It was Para, Magic Round. Mm-hmm. I remember that very oh, clearly. It was one of my first rooms. It was all right. You were pretty tame back then, though. Mm-hmm. Oh, sort of with me, yeah. I, I wouldn't mind X as a roomie, but unfortunately, I understand I'm a bit too much energetic for him and he likes to be mellowed and calmed down. But Hughes, he hasn't said anything bad about me, so it's not. Yeah, yeah no, you're not too bad. I'm used to you now. Yeah. You used to be bad. Well, not used to be bad, but. I'm just used to it. So, do you still watch movies on game day? Is it your yeah? Yeah, still watch movies on game day. Yeah. Mm. Um, not bad. Not too bad. What kind of movies? Anyway, what kind, we, yeah. What kind of movies? Yeah, we we actually asked this question last pod, but um, I'm interested to hear your answer in it. But if you didn't play rugby league, what would you be doing instead? When I was up in uh, Queensland, I was actually started doing a bachelor of education, so mm. I was trying to be a teacher. Um, and then, <laughs> so I was doing that in the academy system when I was in there and then ended up start the play NRL. Um, and then the schedule sort of changed. Um, and I was in like an athlete program at Griffith doing it, but then, um, I was scared, too scared to talk to the lady and change my <laughs> scheduling around. So I sort of didn't respond to her or anything like that. And then sort of you got, ghosted her. yeah, sort of stopped doing that. Um, haven't spoken to her since, but, um, <laughs> I think I want to get back into doing that, but, um, you know, I had some really cool teachers, you know, growing up and they helped me out a fair bit. And it so happened to be that Cole, my roommate and who I grew up with, he was my school teacher as well at Marymount College. Cole was your teacher? Yeah. Oh, Maddie. <laughs> Maddie. Maddie was my teacher. No, I wouldn't have Cole as my yeah, teacher. Say Cole. <laughs> He's actually starting to be a teacher as well. Is he? So, yeah. No, Would you just go back to Marymount? Would you go yeah. teach back at Marymount? I'd love at to go back school. to Marymount. Yeah. It's got a fair bit of uh, sort of people that went through the school, they go back and teach there. So mm, yeah. it's a good sort of system around there. Yeah, but similar. We yeah, said Palm that Beach, last time. Palm Beach. Palm Beach, same. Similar. My school's the same. I don't have a man's, but teacher. I, I can go to school. Yeah. <laughs> I, I may as well. Yeah, <laughs> 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 oh, 
Oh. Got some photos. Just roll it on the screen. No, I was, I was with the Rocky Brawlers. We were in a little gang. Now, you're obviously pretty proud of your Papua New Guinean heritage and played a few games, uh, international games for them as well. Um, we all know they're probably the craziest fans ever. I think we've all played mm. over there as well. Um, obviously, a proud man of the culture. I uh, just want to ask you about that. And obviously, you said you'd, last time you were there for a long, long chunk of time was when you were seven. Yeah. Um, yeah, do you do you have plans to go back there? Do you still have family over there? Um, and yeah, how much does that support mean to you? I know see comments all the time on yeah. the, the Storm uh, Instagram posts, and I know they're very passionate. So um, yeah, I'll let you just take it away on that. And yeah, definitely, I'd I'd love to go back. I got all my mum's side of the family is living in Papua New Guinea, and I went back there for the World Cup. So we did a camp there before we headed off to um, the UK. Yep. Um, and like there was a massive crowd at the airport just swarming as soon as the boys came off the plane they were swarming us like it was crazy like you forget how much they love their footy like mm. not being in PNG like mm. um, and sort of walking out I started to sort of realise that the whole crowd sort of out there was actually my family or <laughs> 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 what people are saying that they're my family <laughs> but um, yeah majority of the crowd I reckon three quarters of the crowd was all my family coming up to oh, me yeah, which yeah. was crazy which is um yeah, something really special because I hadn't seen them since I was seven. So very vivid memories of being back in PNG. But um, yeah, it's pretty crazy. Like I was born in Port Moresby, but um, I'm from a, a province called Gulf, Gulf province. Yeah. And um, I'm from like the capital there, which is Kerama. So if you see a lot of comments out on our Instagram posts calling me 600 or Karu, um, 600 is uh, the sort of transportation route that you take to get to my uh, village in oh, PNG. No so mm. they'll call me 600 ways, which is that sort of transportation route you get to uh, my place where I'm from in PNG. Yeah. And Karu means sort of like when Samoans say like Uso or like Tongans say like Toko, that sort of Karu is like where I'm from. So I'm like known as Karu. Yeah, so right. Karu pretty, 600, that's, yeah. that's where you get your name from. So that's where I sort of get um, my name from. So um, – like a lot of people, like PNG people come up and say, oh, 600, 600. <laughs> so that's like for the viewers out there, that's what it sort of means. So um, yeah, right. it's pretty cool uh, in yeah. a way. So that's sort of like the people that are from that village are known as like Karu or like people call me 600 because of that transportation route you get to get, get to my village. What about Juzzy? Would you know Juzzy's or? Uh, Simbu. 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 Yeah. yeah, right. I, I didn't know that, that before. Actually. I think now it makes sense. I've heard of Simbu. it. But yeah, I've heard. I've heard Simbu. There you go. But he's from a completely different sort of area. So I'm coastlines and like swamp. So yep. like my flag, like that represents us, like our like animal that represents us is a crocodile. Because yeah, okay. that area is like all swampy and like like coastline waters and it's just infested with like crocodiles. His mountains, so, isn't he? Yeah, his like highlands yeah. like all in like the bushland and everything like that. Yeah, so right. a completely different ends of the spectrum. But um, yeah, it's pretty cool. It's amazing. I remember going over, like, I played my first year down in Melbourne. I played for the Falcons and we went over to Port Moresby and it was unbelievable. You have kids who go to the airport once you arrive, but then will literally like follow the bus all the yeah. way back into the Run hotel. You, so. And like they'll rock up an hour and 20 minutes later, but they'll be there and yeah. they're the same kids and they know your name. And here I am, I haven't played an NRL game, but they know who I am. And it's just, yeah, it's one of those eye-opening experiences that I'm so happy I went to and achieved and experienced. But 
Um, yeah, it's it's really hostile place to go if you're not Papua New Guinea. Yeah. And they, but, uh, but they just love it though. Like yeah. it's not like they're, it's they're national just because you're their away yeah. team. They're not yeah. spraying you or anything where you can get that at some other like away games. But they just love rugby. Love yeah, just they're generally brilliant. just love it yeah. and like love anyone who goes there that plays rugby league. Like you said, they just run next to the bus, ask for legit anything. <laughs> like can we have your shirt? Like, Socks. but they actually love it. Yeah, like they actually want to yeah. actually have your gear. And you'll go, you'll go back in five years' time, and they'll still be wearing it. That's yeah. the thing yeah. that gets me it's like that's not something that they want to sell or want yeah, like that yeah, is yeah, genuinely yeah. for them and yeah. like their love for the game and love for anyone who plays rugby league that's why i think what you and Juzzy do, especially for the storm, it's um yeah, it's Massive, amazing yeah. work. But uh, we were lucky enough to have Marcus Bayer previously before yeah, that too. Exactly. So yeah, we've obviously got a good um, connection with PNG. So hopefully, you find some some more blokes from the hunters and come over. <laughs> more I don't want to yeah. tackle them. I don't want to tackle <laughs> the trainer, yeah. but I'm really happy for them to be in my team. <laughs> and they've got a team in the Queensland Cup, so it's um it is a growing definitely. Well, it's not a growing sport over there because it's a national sport, but. I think there's a bit more exposure now, isn't yeah. there? And mm. yeah, like the likes of you, Juzzy, David Mead, Marcus By. Um, yeah, there's plenty in the the NRL now, and it's mm. like you guys are laying that platform. So there's plenty of um, young PNG up and comers as well who live on the Gold Coast, like who I sort of know, like who I've seen sort of growing up, yep. and it's pretty exciting because there wasn't that many like who, like when I was sort of like growing up. It's like yeah. oh, you're from PNG, like oh, where's PNG sort of thing, <laughs> yeah. like, and now it's starting to sort of been seen and like. PNG people are being sort of heard now. Like it's yeah. it's pretty cool to see it all develop now. Yeah, yeah I think it's just like players like you, um, Juzzy, Alex Johnson and all that. I yeah. think it just gives those younger guys, especially PNG kids that, you know, like we can be them. And and you guys are so proud of your heritage too, mm. uh, which makes it um, even better for those young guys saying like, oh, they're from the same place we are. Like we can do that. And I think Meaty done that, Marcus Bai as well. So it's, you yeah, know, it's cool to see. In the, like Super League too, like Reese Martin. Yeah, uh, yeah. The hooker from, um, from uh, he's a gun too from yep. Lee Leopards. And he's a, yeah, weapon. Um, like Lockie Lamb. Like and, he's, yeah. Lamb, and then you got been, Dan yeah. Russell as well. Yeah. He's PNG, Dean played Russell. for Dragons on the weekend. So yeah. um, you've got some good blokes coming through, yeah. um, which is going to be exciting for the next World Cup. Mm. Yeah, for sure. We, um, we do have a little, a few quick fire questions. Yep. Mm. But uh, first of all, I just want to touch on your hobbies away from league. Like, yeah. Is there anything you do outside? Is there, or is it just league? You a gamer? Yeah. Are you a gamer? Yeah. I love, um, I was more so um, back when I was in school on the coast. Yeah. I used to love jamming COD and yeah. you know, Fortnite would hit the scene <laughs> when I was in, in high school. Like, everyone yeah. was jamming that. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, you would have been buying a lot of uh, advertisers, a lot of uh, kits. V-Bucks. Yeah. V-Bucks. <laughs> nah, nah, I was too poor for that. <laughs> <laughs> I was just trying to grind the game just to jam, get more skins. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, I used to play oh, heaps of PlayStation back in the day. I was massive on 2K. Yeah. 2K15 was my game. That the was game. my first 2K I got. Yeah. True. I was jamming that hard and oh, not so much now. Yeah. I try do other things, get out of the house a little bit, but uh, I still love a little jam here and yes. there. Got roomies. We play Rugby League Live 3. Yeah, we got a big tournaments going and <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it causes a fair bit of fight. So <laughs> sometimes we try and stay clear from uh, playing that, but nah, I love uh, sort of playing PlayStation here and there. Any other hobbies outside of footy and PlayStation? Yeah, I'm trying to find a another hobby. I sort of I sort of wait for someone to put something in the group chat, Richmond group chat. To do something. Yeah, it's usually go always get a, golf though, isn't it? You're not a yeah, golfer, but nah, uh, nah, not a golfer. He's <laughs> getting a coffee a hobby because <laughs> I'm pretty I'm pretty good at that. Nah, but it is. Social nah. they go in the social basket, I reckon. Like if, sure. the, if the boys go fishing, I know you like yeah. your fishing a fair yep. bit. Sometimes I pop in and do that or 
you know, if the boys head down the coast to go surfing or, or jump in with them. It's like just jumping on what the boys are doing. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Sheep. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you're just a good vibe. Social, good vibe to have around. Social butterfly. Yeah. Around. yeah. What did you do for your first paycheck when you got your first NRL? Were you on matches back then? Yeah. Or was it this? Yeah, when you, did your first like contract come and yeah. like what did you do with that first? So time? I got signed like in 2019. So I was in the under 20 system, but I was doing a session like um, here and there like yeah. To like help out the um, Broncos main yeah. squad to sort of jump in if they needed a number, you know, sort of slotting on the wing or whatever. Um, and then James Roberts ended up deciding to go down to South Sydney. Um, and then a spot sort of opened up for me, like, or not really for me, but an opportunity to sign um, someone. Yeah. Um, and Siebes ended up um, coming to me and saying, if I wanted to uh, join the top squad because I did majority of the preseason with the boys just jumping in. Yeah. Um, and then ended up signing um, with the NRL squad. So went away with them my first week to Newcastle, and I was 18th man um, when the boys played Newcastle. And then um, the following week I made my debut. So within yeah. two weeks of um, joining the squad, it was that June 30 or yeah, cutoff yeah, yeah. date, that yeah. sort of period. Um, just before that, um, they signed me. And then yeah, within – um, I bought – I bought um, what did I buy? I think I bought a car. Oh, I think that might have been my story. You're getting a month. <laughs> no, I was save, <laughs> saving up. Oh. Yeah. Staying at home, Under saving up. That's what you No, Thanks, What car was it? No, it was a high on i30, i40. New or second hand? No, nah, second hand. Oh, okay. It was, um, yeah, it wasn't the flashiest of cars. Still have it. When I go back yeah. to the coast, if anyone's on the Goldie and you see me driving <laughs> around oh, a high on i40. Actually, actually you picked which, me up in that car. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you yeah. picked me up. Yeah, you have. Yeah. All right, so that, that was my first purchase. Yeah, We've nice. got our quick fires here. There's a couple here, but the first one, and you know what? We're going to get all of us to answer this. Mm. All, right. all right, so we'll start with Zave, and then we'll work Munster, Husey, myself. Do you scrunch or fold the toilet paper? Fold. Scrunch. Scrunch. Fold. Well, why do you use both fold? Because it's when clean. you break it off and then you fold it and then do it. It's just clean. Well, are you front or back? Front. <laughs> on my ball bag. No. <laughs> yeah, see? You go through it and then leave it there. No, yeah. I'm back. No. Nah. Do you go front? Yeah. Oh, are you front as well? Yeah, I'm front. So oh, yeah. you're, scrunch, yeah. you're both scrunching front. Yeah. yeah. Ball bags. Oh. <laughs> What's wrong with that? that? That's tink. You lift it. <laughs> No, you teed up, surely. Oh, I did not expect that. What do you fold like a little girl? Yeah, well, I don't. So you break off like I I usually break off like three or four pieces and then fold it on top of each other and then wipe front to back on the at the back. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Do do you go back and front and forward like? No, just one. (laughs) (laughs) Doesn't that go up your back? Yeah. <laughs> oh, all the way up. <laughs> 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 back in the toilet bowl. Oh, God. Oh, I can't believe that threw me off. Quick um, firing questions. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> How often do you watch your own highlights? Oh, I watch the game back uh, straight away after um, we play. So pretty much straight away. So do you, on the bus, do you ever go on to watch your highlights? I've had a good like game highlights. My highlights. Oh, highlights? Yeah. Like just if your, I'm going to be honest, try. I'll go back and watch to sort of see like, what the scenario was and like if I did score the try like how it sort of unfolded because it's a bit blurry sometimes yeah, yeah. okay yeah. fair enough nice and humble man I know you do actually so watch a couple of times <laughs> uh, if, if they take me in something um, I'll, I'll watch it maybe once or twice and then that's it yeah, fair enough. Yeah, no, I don't. I really? actually don't watch it. No, nah. I used to, but I watch the game when I get back to the hotel or back home because mm. I can't sleep. Watch the game, but I don't really watch. Oh, I might rewind something good I done by mm. watching the whole game, but nah, not the highlights. 
I do. Yeah, I know you do. Yeah, I watch my highlights. <laughs> you make them new. <laughs> you make nah, them some like <laughs> some guys actually make some really cool edits, and I'm like, that's actually good. And just like, obviously, I haven't played for a while, so I like to just yeah, watch to get back good. in that zone. But mm-hmm. yeah, I'm not a, I'm not ashamed to say that. Yeah, no, I watch a few them. few boys on. I'm not going to name them, but they're on my edge. That whenever I walk back into the dressing room. After the game, yeah, they're on their phone on straight it. away. I, I reckon I know the two. <laughs> he, 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 he set your try up on the weekend, and he scored and he scored three or four. On the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying any names. No, not saying any names either. No names. Can we get a brick in the chat? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next one. What? Oh, we've already done that one, but um, only Zave's answer it. What did you buy with your first ever paycheck? Oh, I think I brought. I think I brought a new set of clothes. I was living with a guy called Heimer Hunt and he loved to dress up really nice. Oh, yeah. So I went to industry. He knew someone in industry and I went, <laughs> went and bought some nice brown <laughs> shoes and some nice button-up stuff because I was always just like yardy clothes, really. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, nah, it would have been like a PlayStation or something, I reckon. A PlayStation game, maybe. I can't really remember. But yeah, it would have been one of those. Yeah. I think I bought shares. Shit. I think I bought shares, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a smart <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if they're any good or not. Smart man. I think I did, but I don't know if they're any good. Shares. Was that, was that when insects were bought Yeah, yeah the insects, actually, if you stick insects in there. <laughs> um, all right, if you could draft any player outside of the storm, who would it be? Oh, man. Oh. That's, start over there. I'm, yeah. I need, I need to Gosh. That one, oh, was it from Blessed Jaravani, I think. That was tough. Um, yeah, if you could draft any player outside the storm, who would it be? Don't need a wire, just a player. Yeah. Oh, I'll go Payne Haas. Okay. Just re-signed with the Broncos. Mm. Mm. Ruben Cotter. Ooh, I don't mind. I've played with Ruben. He's a gun. Yeah, he's I a like, freak. It's like what he's about. That's um, a good one. Oh, this is hard, man. I'm going to start thinking. Uh... Man, that is hard. Oh. There's a few players that I would go, but I'm not going to go them because they'll probably take my spot. So <laughs> I'm not doing that. No, I'll probably go Payne as well, actually. I'll go Payne or Fish. James Fisher-Harris. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. One of those two. Yeah, that's both beasts. You know what? I'm going to go Paddy Carrigan. Mm. I was thinking about him. Yeah. And then I went Rubes. Yeah, I'm mm. going to take Paddy Carrigan. Seems nice. like a good fella. Yeah, all forwards too. All forwards. No, we slack to our forwards. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sad then. Sad uh, then well, I mean, if, if Nelson wasn't at uh, Storm, I'd say Nelson. So yeah, we've already got a lot of good forwards. Yeah. But what would boast us? That'd be huge. Um, would you rather buy your dream car or drive a normal car and never pay for fuel again? Probably drive normal car and never no pay fuel. for fuel yeah. again I'm the so, same uh, I would go my dream car I always, always like have goals and if I can reach those goals I'd be a happy man you got enough cash for fuel yeah. anyway so <laughs> nah <No>. G-Wagon baby <laughs> is that your dream car yeah. G-Wagon is it yeah dream yeah. Yeah, damn right. interesting they are nice though they would guzzle though surely oh, yeah and that and the Ram the Ram would be guzzling guzzle yeah Dream car or nah, I've got, I've got fuel. no fuel because yeah. fuel's so expensive. It's only going to get more expensive. Yeah, save so much money. Me too. I'm happy to drive around a little humble car. Um, nah. All right, last one. <laughs> nah. the last one is if the NRL did a hundred meter sprint, who comes one, two, three? Who gets gold, silver, bronze from the storm? Uh, no, nah, any NRL. Anyone. NRL Jesus. did a hundred meter sprint. Um, I reckon. Um. Well, I know for a fact that two of the people in the NRLs, so um, Cola, 
the, yeah, the yeah. manly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he ran a 10.5 something, and that's electronic time. So that's not just stopwatch or yeah. – That's um, legit and it, That's time. legit like as soon as the gun goes off, the timer starts. Yeah. So it's um, – he, he ran – yeah, that. So he would be in there. Yeah. Xavier Savage would be in there. Ooh. He he ran similar time on track as well, which people don't um, know very well. I think people underestimate electronic timing. Yeah, right. Like it is very, very like to tough to yeah. get a good time electronically. Like yeah. hand time people can say this and that about yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like everyone's got their own hand times. Yeah. Like, yeah. But like electronically, that's a like benchmark. Like that's where right. you see like where people, how quick they are. So those two definitely so would be. Cola first? Savage? Savage. I don't. That's where I'm. I don't know. Oh, you don't know. Yet. I reckon I'd put. It would be those two, and then I reckon I might throw Saab in there. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Saab for gold medal. Oh, well, I don't know what his like track time is, but like those boys that ran those times, they were in like high school. So like obviously yeah. they put on a lot of muscle now. Yeah, like they're probably slowed down oh. a little bit just because of like how much weight they've put on. Yeah. But if. Oh, that's so tough. That's, hey. that's yeah. so tough. I might Three. bite the bullet and just back those two. So I'll go Cola first. Yeah, gold medal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Savage second, and then I'll say Saab. Wow. Then. Just because I know that those, I don't know Saab's electronic yeah. time on the track. Yeah. So, I love the depth in those, but it's yeah, de de definitely very, very I'm quick Saab. But I just that. don't know his electronic <laughs> time. So those two, I know for a fact that oh. they've run really, really good times on track. Yeah, right. Man. I'm trying to think who else. Who else can we throw in that contest? So you obviously got Fox yourself. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm trying to think. There's Jojo Fafid is uh, yeah, another one that from Gold Coast on the left wing. He's quick as he's well. Quick as well. That Jojo, Jojo Fafid has run. Yeah. He's quick, he, he was a sprinter. So really? before he went to Titans, like he was running track as well and playing like Union on the side. So he was actually a sprinter and ran like a Proper really good sprinter. time as well. But it's pretty tough. Uh, I think I'd have that cooler and Saab in my two. Yeah. I'm not convinced on Savage though. I'm trying to think of someone else. I'm probably putting. Man, you got Hammer in there as well. Hammer, right? I'm going to put Hammer in. Ooh, Hammer's my bronze medal. About him as well. I'm going to go. Nah, I'm going to go Saab gold. Shit. I'm going to go cooler silver, and I'm going to say. What did I just say? <laughs> what? <laughs> Who did I say? Saab cooler and um. Hammer. Hammer. That's my three, yeah. Yeah. So you've got Hammer, you've got, yeah, Zave, you've got um, Addo. Like they're, they're probably the eight that are making the field. Yeah. Shit. Who else? I think you got to go Saab. It's heaps. Didn't, uh, what's the sprinter coach's name? Fabri. Yeah. Roger Fabri. Yeah. Didn't he say if anyone, was it Saab that he said? If yeah, anyone could come so. down and beat Saab, he would give them like 10K or something. Yeah. So I got to go Saab first. Right, so he's backing him in. Sub, and then Cooler, he's quick. Cooler's quick as just watching him on the footy field and knowing his time. He's so fast. I go them two, and then I'm gonna put my man X in there. Yeah. Although you're a bit yeah, buff, you you're a bit too buff now. I don't, <laughs> I, I don't know if I want to put you in there. You're too X, muscly. X fresh out of high school. But yeah, I'll put a Afro I'll put X. a storm. <laughs> yeah, Afro, Afro X. X. Afro X. Skinny <laughs> head with the pomeroy skins on. Yeah. <laughs> I actually did. Uh, top three of my first mate. I can't get past him in the fox. Yeah, uh, he's, he's too jacked now too. Yeah, I know though. he's jacked, but jacked. when he was when he was light and played for us in sixteen, I oh, sorry, seventeen, eighteen. Yeah, no one could catch him fastest, and I uh, still think he's one, he's still one of the fastest, if not the fastest. And then I'll go Hammer, Saab, and then X. 
Welchie. Who else? I mean, like, Nass is pretty quick. Nass is How long's quick, a race? Nass is How long's quick. a race? Bull is quick. Bull is quick, yeah. Oh, mate, I reckon some of them forwards might end up doing me. Actually, in a hundy, they might. I'll, I'm, I'll be slowing down <laughs> after 30, I reckon. Um, I'm just trying to think who the slowest is. It, it probably is Welchie, in all seriousness. Over 100? Yeah. Welchie or Kingy, I'd say. Love them both, but. Yeah. Trenny, you reckon, in there? Nah, no, Trenny's, Trenny's quick. actually pretty quick. Trenny's quick, yeah. Because him and Coley go at it a fair bit. And like Coley's quick. Coley's got a cruising speed. Yeah, yeah he just he goes. Does, hey. He doesn't look fast, but nah. he just hits that speed oh, and stays. Slowest back then. <clears throat> slowest back. I don't think I'm up there. <laughs> slowest back. Neil Pez. Oh, Pez. Pez is pretty is, slow. Is, eh? is, is yeah. he slow? Oh, no, he actually that try he scored oh, against yeah. Titan. His, de- his debut. His debut. Yeah. He actually ran really yeah. quick. Yeah. <clears throat> so I reckon I might. Money might have you. Jazzy's quick. Zave's quick. Remo's pretty quick. Maz is pretty quick. Okay. I got Maz. Bricks quick. Bricks quick. You got Maz. Yeah, Maz is slow. Who wins yeah. out of you two then? Usually wins. <laughs> it depends. I don't know. Hundy, I'm not. I, I don't think I can go a Hundy. Eh? <laughs> what do you mean? Anzac Day a couple of years ago. Yeah, but I was Off-foot dying in the ass, bro. I was, <laughs> lo- I was looking for you. <laughs> I, I was looking I'm, to I give it back I'm to you. The two efforts, and then after that, I'm I'm dog shit cooked. Mm. Yeah, fair enough. I mean, maybe let's have a race next. Uh, Preseason. It's Mad Monday. The Storm. Yeah, let's do it. Mad Monday. Storm 100 meter race. We'll, we'll record it. We'll put on Oz oh, American Aces. Is GA pretty slow? Uh, he's all right. He's all right. Nah, yeah, he's he, all right. He looks right. slow, but I think yeah, he's actually he quick. Yeah. That's like Means. Means looks slow, but he's actually quick. He's he glides. Yeah. He glides. I actually prepared a little gift earlier for Zave for coming on, and uh, mm. we do appreciate it, mate. I think uh, your story is pretty inspirational, and I know a lot of people back in PNG will be. Pretty stoked to hear your story and not only PNG, but the NRL. So um, just wanted to thank you for coming in. But um, I actually prepared this for you a little bit earlier, but we actually got a card. Mm. Here's your own little memento. Hey. Little Xavier <laughs> Coates, a uh, little framed up card, mate. Um, whether yes. you want to sign that or whatnot. But Perfect. just thank want to you. thank you for coming on and uh, yeah, appreciate you sharing your story. It's um, it's a pretty crazy journey and you're, only, you're still so young now. So um, yeah, hopefully all the best for the future and yeah. Uh, you're welcome on here anytime. So thank you. Thanks, guys. Thank Thanks you. for having well done, me. Thanks. Thank, thank you. you so much for your time, mate. Really appreciate it. And Hopefully uh, the DMs fill up for you, mm, brother. Yeah, fingers yeah. crossed. What do you <laughs> where's your go to place that you like to have dinner? It's just so they can somehow find you. <laughs> you know what? I've actually been caught. You've been caught, yes. Yes. Fratellino. Christian Welch. So I don't know why I do it to myself because I don't know anywhere uh, to go for dinner besides in Richmond. And I got told by the boys, like, Fratellino's is a nice restaurant. So I'll go there a fair bit. No, no, no. Ended up taking a date. I hardly go on any dates, so I wanted to give it a go. I decided to go on a date to Fratellino's. Um, I booked a table for two. And man, like Fratellino stuffed me around so bad. They put me right at the window where the menu is. <laughs> so anyone that walks past to menu. look at the menu, if they want to go in and eat or not, they'll see me below looking at them like that. <laughs> and it so happened to be that Christian Welch popped up, oh. ended up seeing me, come in, introduce themselves, 
parked himself on the outside table and was just filming me the whole oh, night. Yeah, yeah, I remember him coming back in with a few photos actually. That's, Popped up on Storm. Awesome. Because yeah. of Christian Welch, I don't date anymore. So thanks, <laughs> Christian. <laughs> we'll have to, yeah, he's refused he's, this podcast. So we're going to we're have, to, gonna have to get him in here sometime everyone soon. Everyone thinks but he's a nice bloke, but he's, he's just showing his true colours. I mean, isn't he? Yeah. he but, uh, he's just got to come out and defend himself. He's done a night segment, obviously talking about how bad they were. Mm -hmm. uh, one seven in a row. He's obviously videoed you now invading your privacy, so he might get in trouble <laughs> by the cops. And, and he's obviously losing money to us, so mm. yeah. he's not doing well. There you go, guys. Don't date at Fradolinos if you know everyone in Richmond because mm. it's uh, a hot spot. A but if anyone open. does know any date spots for Zave, please put them in the comments. Uh, we'd yeah. love to know. Yeah, um, yeah help help a brother out. So, is there any dates out one. there that <laughs> are willing to go on a date <laughs> with me? <laughs> please date just and date send your request through on my DMs. I'll respond to any of them. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll wrap it up there. Thanks for tuning yeah. in, guys. We'll be back next week for another app. That's really guys. appreciate, appreciate it. it. Good Thank stuff, you, guys. Thank you. Thanks to everyone that has tuned into the Clubhouse podcast. Please make sure you have hit the subscribe button on all our channels and also following us on social media at Oz American Aces so that you don't miss out on any announcements. Catch, Catch you at the Clubhouse. Clubhouse.